Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Hello, say hello to this fella, ladies and gentlemen. Last time we spoke to our next guest, he was doing stand up in one of our listeners' houses. <laughs> now he's taking to the stage in Vicar Street for a brilliant cause. And Eric Lawler joins us now. How are you, Eric? Dermot and Dave, how are you? Oh, you it's need a microphone. Been closer to oh, that. Yeah. Oh, right. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, the last time I was talking to you, lads, I was in some fella's gaff in leash. And uh, I was standing in the sitting room, and he was sitting on the sofa. It looked a bit weird at the start, <laughs> but we got there at the end. We should explain how this all came about. Yeah. Well, I was on holidays for a start, so we let Dermot in control of the show. So all hell broke loose. Yeah. Well, it was just a, a lovely listener, and he was bored working from home, and he wanted to, you know, get have a little bit of excitement. So we went okay, and we doubled down on that excitement, <laughs> and we said to stand-up comedian, yeah. aka Eric Lawler, to perform to just him in his armchair in the sitting room. I mean, we put a bouncy cast there with all kinds of things Face going on. Face painting and all that. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. I know, you know, every comedian will have stories of doing small turnout gigs, but have you honestly ever done a one-to-one before? No. No, that was the first time ever. I have done... I have done other weird gigs because that's why Dermot booked me because Dermot knows my, my propensity to do weird gigs. strange gigs, yeah. <laughs> I'll make them work somehow. Yeah. Um, I, remember, I remember I did once, I once did a gig, the Laughter Lounge were having some sort of promotion. Remember that big uh, big wheel that was outside the three arena one time? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So... Me, in one of them carriages, with two people sitting on the sea. I did a gig with a glittery jacket on me. No. And I went around for about 25 minutes. Like, they couldn't get off. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the ideal situation for a comedian. Audience. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to tell a joke early in that that offends one of them. Of course. And then they sit there stony-faced with their arms crossed while the other one's crying. I know. For the rest a little of bit awkward then, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, totally. But, uh, yeah, no, just doing the one-to-one. Um, I was, when, it was great. When I went down to the house, um, all his family were there. And they were all in the kitchen. And, you know, the, the whole yeah. Fair City connection. Yeah, of course. Like, people in the country, like, if they see you're from Fair City, you might as well be a Hollywood A-list. <laughs> <laughs> so when I walked in, the grannies were all going, oh, 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 there he is, there he is, oh, there he is. And they're like, don't you take me handbag? I was like, what? And they're like, Fair City. Oh, right, right. I thought you'd do it from Ballymun. You actually would take your handbag. Um, and you're such, you're such a great actor. Um, have you any other plans? Would you like to be doing more? Or are you in anything else? Or what's uh, going no, on? I've, 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 I'd love to say, yeah, I've got a couple of projects in the pipeline, Dermot, um, but I don't. Um, I've had a few auditions, but I've failed every one of them, it seems, because... You know, the, the hard thing about acting, obviously, is you get an audition and you only hear if you get it. Yeah. You don't hear if you don't get no. it. So I didn't. I, yeah. There's been quite a few where I didn't get a phone call. That, actors talk about that all the time. It's one of the few careers where no, almost no matter what level you're at, whether you are a Hollywood A-lister or whether you're literally starting your first job, you're, you're sent on auditions. Yeah. And even the biggest names get to audition for the director or the producer and they might just go... No, I don't want Chris Pratt. Yeah, I, want I, know. I don't want Eric Lawler. I yeah, want you I know. know what I mean? How dare they? But How yeah, dare yeah, they? But yeah. yeah, it's come here. Look, I, I, the fact that I'm still being called for auditions is encouraging. Mm. You know, being out of, out of sight and out of mind and all that. Um, but the fact that I'm still getting auditions, I'm I'm taking comfort from that. And uh, uh, it's been a while since I've done anything in, in, in regards to acting. I suppose we had this thing, the pandemic. I don't know. If there you is that. It. Yeah, it might have taken away a few <laughs> acting opportunities yeah, in that situation. Thing, yeah. No, not much. It was mental. Vaccines all over the shop. Great crack. But it was. Yeah. So I. I, I, I just I, what I've done because I haven't done uh, anything in a while. I'm going to go on a new acting course in January just to refresh my yeah. skills. Why not? Mm-hmm. Maybe, why not? You know what I mean. Keep yourself fresh. You can always like, get better. Absolutely. No matter what age you're, no matter exactly. what you're doing. Yeah, Ronaldo. Yeah, apart from Ronaldo. Yeah, because Eric and I are massive Manchester United fans. Yeah. What a week for us, Eric. I tell you what. I mean, it had to be ten. We're all arts. You know what? It's a terrible way to end. I was 
jumping we around were the place all <laughs> there, were, there, were, there was the Ronaldo fans who came to follow Manchester United because Ronaldo played for them who also followed Juventus who also followed yes. Real Madrid and used to follow Man Ronaldo fanboys they're still the same they still love Ronaldo but the Man United fans were like can we just move on? Yes. Like, your, your, your legacy is cemented from the first period. Just yeah. let's go. Don't ruin it. And then, two hours later, the Glaciers go, do you know what, lads, we might sell the club. I know, yeah. Literally couldn't believe I, it. I'm waiting for the breaking news that we've signed Mbappe and Neymar. <laughs> <laughs> Keep dreaming. Uh, yeah. Come here, tell us about Mono. Mono. Mono is... Uh, to, to coin a well-used phrase, Mr. Bohemians, okay? Mm. Uh, he was the man who was who did everything at the club. He was the, the he was security, he was the pitch side announcer, he was the DJ, he was the bar manager. Um, he would look after the, the officials when they arrived. He was the first person into Daily Mount every day, unlock on the stadium, last person to leave, lock on the stadium. Anywhere, I, I don't think Mono, in all the time he was at Bose, he ever even saw a full match because he was so busy so behind busy. the scenes yeah. doing, doing his thing, you know. And, and like such a common sight would yeah. be you'd see Mono walking by in his high-vis jacket, on his walkie-talkie, you know, talking to people, looking after people, constantly looking after people. And uh, Derek Monaghan. Derek Monaghan, to give him his full name, yeah. Um, a, a really lovely, lovely man. And uh, um, and tragically then, in August, he, he was killed in a, in a car accident. And uh, the club were very... Um, like genuinely rocked to its core, you know. Mm. It was one of those. It was a very, very sad occasion. The funeral was like a state funeral mm. in Cabra. All the shops shut down, and you know, people lined the streets. Johnny Logan came in to sing at the funeral because Johnny Logan has this weird association with Bose. Bose yeah. fans sing his song yeah. "Hold Me Now." So he, anytime there's a big gig, he will he try and come in. But obviously, the uh, he Mono used to always look after him when he came to Dublin uh, to do any Bose related activities. Um, so he was very close to Mano. Right. So he was deeply affected by what had happened. Came to the funeral, sang in the church. It yeah. was like, as I say, like a mili- uh, state funeral. It was, yeah. it was beautiful. The president was there. Yeah, yeah. Michael he was, well, he, no, it's, what's it, what's it, what you call it? The chef, the, what the, oh, the, uh, the, camp, camp, the camp, or whatever it's called. Yeah. The chef, the camp, chef whatever that's called. called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he, uh, he was there. So, you know, it had a massive rippling effect around uh, the D7 area and surrounding mm. areas, and also the League of Ireland. Even other League of Ireland clubs recognised Mano and the great work that he did. And he's like the cornerstone of what makes the League of Ireland work. Yeah. You know, people like that keep the league going. Um, so we wanted to do, so he left behind a young family, three kids and a wife. And we just felt that we, we, we would love to do something to help them. So we put on this show in Vicar Street this Sunday night. Um, there's about 70% tickets gone, but it's payday today, so get your tickets. Anyway, um, no, do get your tickets. And go, <laughs> because like, it's not, it, it isn't, you don't need to know Mono, you don't need to be a Bose fan to go along to no. this. Because tell people the lineup. Like, there's yourself and PJ. Yeah, myself and PJ are going to have a chat. Um, there's the one up top podcast which is Bose they're going to they're going to be interviewing Alan Cawley who's a League of Ireland you know legend Keith Ward a former Bose player former he's Ireland international now, yeah. but he's an amazing footballer yeah. an amazing character he's going to be there uh, the new manager Declan Devine uh, he's going to be interviewed as well um, Live Forever got, the Oasis band the Oasis tribute band yeah. the best Oasis uh, tribute band in the country they're closing out the show and there'll be comedy from Jack Wise and Barry Murphy Yeah, so uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a packed lineup. you know Great. John Cummins the club poet is going to do a few minutes as well so it's going to be uh, it's going to be very special we're looking forward to it the club has a poet yes of course we're Bows we have a poet and we have our own gin damn it that's what we do uh, uh, like you know, we get we, we we get hit with this moniker by all the other clubs. Oh, look at Bose, the hipster club. They even have their own poet. <laughs> we even also have a cl- our own climate justice officer as well. Oh yeah, climate yeah. justice. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We are so woke down at Bose. <laughs> so woke. <laughs> but it's, it's gas though when when, when Bose are struggling. You know, and the fans 
Yeah, really annoyed. Yeah. If we weren't too busy shaving the planet, we might be able to defend Connors. <laughs> <laughs> Writing the poems <laughs> and yeah. tackling your man. <laughs> do you know what I mean? As if, Ke- you know, when Keith Long was in charge, right, lads, we're not going to do any, uh, practice any corners tonight. We're going to go around and pick some rubbish a bit on the field, OK? <laughs> That's what I'll do. <laughs> Sunday night in Vicker Street, it'll be uh, um, a night for Mono. It is definitely worth going along. Whatever, whether you're a Bose fan, a League of Ireland fan, or not a football fan at all, it'll be an amazing night of entertainment. And all proceeds raised go to Mono's family so definitely something worth doing Eric Lauder as always thanks for coming in cheers lads thanks for having cheers, me cheers Eric Dermot and Dave weekdays from 9am today